snap. And I was like, I feel this hard. Yep. But just... how do I listen to my heart and not my head? How do you ignore your brain? <laughs> I want to switch an off switch on my brain. Yeah. So I can find out what my heart's doing. Yep. Yeah. It's like overpowering it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming back to your ear holes, your hosts for the Basically Being Better podcast, Rachel and Abby! Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Basically Being Better. I'm Abby. And I'm Rachel. And today's episode is on the story of stuff. Uh, a little animated series documentary. It's like a project. Yeah, project. That's a that is run on the internet. (laughs) Fancy that. I don't know. We're gonna get into describing it later. I'm. This is gonna go well. I think the best way to know what it is is to look it up. Yes. Yes. Look (laughs) it up. Story of stuff project. Very. Very cool little. Thing, big thing actually. It's big quite, thing. got quite a lot going on, so it's quite cool. It does, it's awesome. I can't believe I only just heard about it on Thursday. I know, I can't believe you only just heard about it, but it is very US based. Yes, that it is. Mm. Anyway, mm. Sh- before we try talk about that, yeah. should we do some uh, segments? Yes. Do you have a quick question? I have one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rachel. Quick question. I feel like I have to start like that. Yeah. Otherwise it doesn't work. Um, quick question. Gee, bangers. Oh. Thoughts, feelings, experience. Tell me. Hard-hitting topic. <laughs> I know. I'm really... We're going from... This is... From story of stuff to... Um, yeah. Gee, bangers. Gee, bangers. <laughs> that's what my little sister calls them when it cracks me up. Yeah. That's what I call them too. Uh. <laughs> Um, thoughts, feelings, emotions towards them, yes. not into them. Not into them? No. I'm like, you see how I dress. I dress for comfort. <laughs> they are not comfortable. They are not comfortable. <laughs> Although some days, you know, when you wear like a pair of undies that aren't your favourites and then they're like stuck up your butt and you're like, I may as well be wearing a G-string and yes. it would probably be more comfortable than right now. Exactly. But, but, the thing with them is... They're literally just puck, pants up crack, all of the time, the whole time. Why do people subject themselves to it? I don't know. I have not. I thought maybe you knew, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Do people... Okay. I guess there's a couple of things. People could like wearing them, like find them comfortable. People could find them comfortable. I don't know. Really? But I'm, I'm putting it out there. Literally got a... Piece of material up your ass crack yeah. all day. I don't know who, but maybe. The other thing is, do people wear them so they like you can't see your underline? Is that the oh, main reason? I think that's the main reason. Look, because I'm not, I'm not well versed in the reason. <laughs> this is why it's my question. But I assume because people like, like my sister who calls them G bangers, shout out. She's <laughs> probably listening to this right now, and she probably has a great reason for it. Uh-huh. She wears them while she exercises so she doesn't have the underline in her, like, um, tights. That's, like, the last time I want to be wearing one. I'm like, people can know I'm wearing undies. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't wear undies under their tights. 
under their sports tights. What? Yeah. It's what? a thing. I don't know. I don't know these people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know these people. Like, um, I don't even know how this is in my brain. Maybe I've read it on the internet or on some like Instagram post. I don't know these people. <laughs> but they do. I don't make friends with them. But the other thing is, if the reason you're wearing them is so you don't have an undie line, there's so many seamless undies now that you don't get an undie line with. I know, and they're more comfortable. Yeah. But like, oh, yeah, the reason this comes up is the other day, I was like, I'll give it a go, you know, maybe yeah. I'm missing out on something. Decided I'm definitely not missing out <laughs> on something. It was uncomfortable. I decided to go for a walk. It was t- it was a lot. Oh. Um, and <laughs> I was like, people exercise in these. I'm walking, and I just constantly want to pick it out. <laughs> exactly, but it just goes straight back up there. Oh. Like, no, um, yeah, I'm not on that bandwagon. But maybe there is, like, maybe there is people who I'm I'm willing to give people the benefit of the doubt. Why is this suit jacket here? Oh, Donna's been dressing up in here. <laughs> It's coming to work in a suit jacket. It's actually been filming stuff. Oh, okay. Is it okay that I lean yeah. on it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, so the, the walking thing, and I'm like, okay, give people the benefit of the doubt. Maybe there are people who have butts that don't feel uncomfortable. Yeah. With a, big, a, a, a big piece, a piece of material mm. down them. Maybe... They work for different types of butts. Yeah, I just don't have the right type of butt. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. Oh, dear. I was very, I was like, I've got to ask Rachel about this. Yeah, no. (laughs) Not into them. Tried it. Hmm. Yeah, tried them. No. And every so often you're like, oh, yeah, give this a go. No, nothing's changed. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I messaged my friend and I was like, poor decision made, wearing a GB or like, went for a walk. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I thought I'd live my life on the edge. <laughs> it's <laughs> too much. you got to try these things. Not for me. Uh, was this on Friday on your day off? Yeah. <laughs> you got to fill your day somehow. <laughs> I wasn't going for like a power walk. I was walking to meet Pete. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Good, good chat. Good chat. <laughs> do you have a quick question? I do have a quick question. I'm excited. I can't wait till we do an episode of full of quick questions. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah, I have to like work, work like store them up though because yeah. otherwise we'll like an episode of quick questions is basically just our daily general, life. I was yeah. just going to say our general chat. Yeah. <laughs> just record it while we're at work. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, okay, Abby, quick question. Mm-hmm. Late night snacks at the wedding. Okay. Yes or no? Do I provide them? Do I not provide late them? Late night snacks? Yeah. Like, you know, it's like 10.30, 11 o'clock. Dinner was at 6pm. Your dinner's at 6pm? It's at 6. Whoa. Yeah, so this is why I'm thinking, late night snack. Why is your dinner at 6pm? Because otherwise our timeline doesn't work. Okay. We've got a lot to cram in. Fair enough. But so, are you doing um, pre dinner snacks? Yes, there's pre dinner snacks. What time are those? Four. What time is ceremony? 3 30. We've got a 15 minute ceremony. Okay. 
alright, 15 minutes ceremony, right, and then 45 minutes of eating snacks, and then straight into dinner, yeah. and then when are you getting your photos? Before. No, after. you got 45 minutes to do your photos. No, we've got an hour and a half. When are you doing your photos? Ceremony starts at 3.30, yeah. goes till quarter to four, mm-hmm. we'll leave at like 4.30, mm-hmm. and then be back at six for dinner. An hour and a half. No? I don't I need a piece of paper and a pen to draw like see this in it. If we go at four thirty, then to five thirty and then to six, an hour and a half. Wait, what time's your ceremony? Three thirty. Okay. Dinner will be six six thirty. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. Now now that now makes you're me, with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you now that really makes me like have to consider whether you need late night snacks or not. I know. Because our dinner was at Seven, and we were so full. Oh, I know. I couldn't have eaten. I struggled to have. I forced myself to eat a piece of cake. <laughs> I'm like, I've got to eat this cake. <laughs> I put so much effort your, into the cake. Your food was amazing. Yeah. So I was so full. I was just like really stretching the the limits of my um, stomach. Sucking in the undies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, I got some sucky in the undies. Did you? Oh, did you get the lip, lip colour that you were looking yes, at? Yes, I did this? too. I got yes. the lipstick. It's all coming together. Jobs. Tick, tick, tick. Um, great question. What sort of late night snacks are you going to have? Well, mum and dad are like, do pizzas. I'm like, Ooh. oh yeah, pizzas is a good late night snack. But now my problem is, because mum was like, oh, just get a heap of frozen ones and I can chuck them in the oven and do it. Like, Easy. And I'm, now I'm like, mm, I don't want mum to have to worry about doing yeah. something. So now I'm thinking, do I approach Domino's or Pizza Hut and just order a heap of $5, pizza, $5 pizzas and get them to deliver? But it will have to be a special delivery because I know they don't deliver that far. Mm. So I'd have to pre-arrange it. Which I feel like I could work out. Yeah. But do you think people would appreciate late night pizza? What time are you thinking? Like 10.30, 11. And the bus comes at 12. Yep. The bus leaves at quarter past twelve. Oh, it's real hard, eh? It's real hard because six six thirty. Like that's when I normally have my dinner, and I don't need to continue to eat after no. that. And there will be so after dinner there will be um, dessert. Dessert. What time are you thinking dessert? Well, it's not going to be like a sit down dessert. Yeah. It's just go help yourself. So, so it will be out after dinner's finished. It'll be just sitting there, cake, berries, yogurt. What time do you think dinner will be finished? What, how long does a dinner take? Like, an hour? Yeah, you're doing speeches or anything? Yeah. Not many, but... Yeah, like an hour. Yeah. So then you'd have dessert at, like, 7, 7.30. Yeah. And then... Nah. I don't think you need don't snacks. Don't need snacks? I don't know. It's hard, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is, if there's leftover, like, food from earlier... Yes. Then that can just be out for people. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. So tricky. Because, like, personally, I wouldn't eat it. No, and do you know what? I don't think you guests are expecting it. No. So if you don't do it, it's not going to be, like, a huge yeah, deal. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but so, if you did do it, I'm sure people would eat it. Yeah. I know. I know. It's, <laughs> it's like, not necessary, but if people, if it comes out, it will get eaten. Mm. Yeah. I'm on the fence about it. Oh well, I'll 
think about it for another week. <laughs> I love when you ask me a quick question and it actually comes up with no answer. It's like, yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll think about it. I feel like our quick questions are just like talking through things <laughs> rather than getting to an answer. <laughs> okay, well this is what I want a definitive <clears throat> answer on, okay? Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes, we're not going to get one. Um, hey Rachel, a quick question. Is it scone or scone? I say scone. Scone. But everyone says something different. Or scone. scone. I like scone. I think scone is the Kiwi way of saying Yeah, I think it is. That's the way I've always heard it. Yeah. But scone. then why do I why do I bust out scone sometimes? S- I'm a very much a buster outer of scone. You use scone? <laughs> just for fun. I'm just mm. get myself a scone. Just like a good scone. Scone feels a bit posh, doesn't it? Maybe I'm just posh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. <laughs> Yeah, okay, cool. I just had the best scone. Scone. Today. Really? Yes. We're from? Uh, from the farmer's market. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. It was like heaven in scone form. It oh, was so good. Who made it? These merchants. Oh, yum. Yeah, I real good. I want a scone. Mm. Mm. Very good. Mm. That was my uh, quick question. That's awesome. Um, Boom. Nailed it. Um, so, we don't have any recommendations this week. No, we need to find something to recommend. That's okay. Or maybe not recommend. We take our recommendations very seriously. (laughs) (laughs) They've got to be good. Yes, very true. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, little, little, um, listener tidbit. Listener tidbit? Yeah, I, I don't know what to call it. So producer Jono received a like little snap video, Snapchat of um, one of our listeners' husbands rocking out to our old rap from yes. season one. Yes, great rap. They were in the car like jamming and it was awesome. <laughs> I'm like, this is the best rap ever. It's oh, so, catchy. so cool. Yeah, yeah. Our new one is not a rap anymore. No, we got a song, but it's. Just as catchy. After you listen to it like five times in a row, you're like, yeah, okay, I cannot stop saying, singing this song. It's like... This is in my head all it's day. stuck in my head. Yep. So true. Yeah. Um, we're going to double up on the Insta Inspo, though. Okay. What do you got? Uh, oh, okay. I'll go first. Um, mine's from The Awkward Yeti. Mm-hmm. My favourite little cartoon thing. Actually, I have a lot of... I follow a lot of little cartoon things on Instagram. They're so it's really fun. really fun. Yeah. Um, and this one, he does... The awkward idiot does, like, the brain and the heart thing. And, like, turns into little characters that talk. And the brain in this one was saying, I think all day, every day, yet I have no idea what to do next. And the heart is saying to the brain, then it's time to try... Not thinking. Oh, snap. And I was like, I feel this hard. Yeah. But how do I listen to my heart and not my head? How do you ignore your brain? (laughs) I want to switch an off switch on my brain. Yeah. So I can find out what my heart's doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like overpowering it. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. It's so cool. Yes. Currently reading, what's it called? Finding Your North Star. Oh, yes. By person I can't remember the name of. That is fine. Martha, someone, and 
It is so good, and we are going to have a episode on it. Yes. So, FYI, that's a book to read so that you can listen to the episode in the very future-ish. Definitely. No idea when we're doing it, because we both have to read it. <laughs> and it's quite a lot, like, there's lots going on, and you have all these little, very fun little work, 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 work exercises? What is it called? Exercises. Homework things uh, yeah. uh, and so good but it talks about like your essential self and your social self and that your brain is always like doing all the thinking when you're basically your heart is your essential self and what you're, you you were born to do sort of thing yeah. and it's like always your essential self is meant to be guiding you towards a purpose and so you've just got to shut up your social self to be able to find your essential self and it works through that very fun very, very fun. I cannot wait to talk about it. Oh, I can't wait to read it. Yeah, and you know what? After I finish it, I'm, like, it's going to solve all my problems. Okay. How far <laughs> through it are you? I'm like a third. I have high hopes for this book. I have a lot of hopes. I bought her other book as well, which is Guided by Starlight, which is about fulfilling your destiny or something. But this one, the Guided by Your North Star, is so far very good. Yay. I'm very much enjoying it. Okay. I think 2020 is the year of the purpose. The purpose? The purpose year? Yeah. Well, that's what we made our intentions for it to be, so... Exactly. Very exciting. Anyway, I just about did an episode on that just then. <laughs> We've got an episode on something else, but have you got another instance, though? I do, I do, I do. Um, so this is from the Eco Tribe. Yes. Love them. Love them. And uh, it says... You need to be that somebody who will do something about it. Without people like you, nobody will. Oh, snap. And that, like, fully just, like, slips on into the into our, um... The story of stuff. Yeah, that yeah. slides on in there. That's what I thought. Well done. You thought that out a lot more than I did. I want to slip mine into, <laughs> into my, my current book I'm reading. Oh, exciting. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, the story of stuff. Do we talk about the story of stuff? Yeah. Cool. (laughs) I don't even know where to begin. So, what is it? Okay. So, the story of stuff. So, like you said, it's like a little project thing going on. But they release all these, like, animated movies, documentaries, clips, Mm. informative pieces. Yep. Take one of those. All of the above. Yeah. (laughs) On, like, stuff <laughs> in general. And the word stuff, I mean, like, items. Uh, like, like um, consumable items. He's released clips on stuff a little yeah. bit, like this podcast. Class. The, word, the word stuff can encompass so much. Mm. It's very tricky. Yes. But mm. this one's a lot more about, like, um, everything we buy. Yes. Consumerism and the whole cycle yes. that, that is. Um, so it was founded by Annie Leonard, and they've got a little thing on their website which says, We have a problem with stuff. We have too much of it. Too much of it is toxic, and we don't share it very well. But that's not the way things have to be. And their kind of their whole purpose is putting ideas out there about how we can make changes and what the current system is and how it needs to change so that it can be sustainable yes and then a lot of it uh well the stuff that i looked at so 
they had so much that we were just like, look at whatever and then we'll talk about it. Uh, the stuff that I watched, they're trying, they're basically trying to gather information so that they can be informative about the process and where things are going wrong and things like that. Yeah. So they have like the story of water, the story of plastics and things like that and where they do like a sort of in-depth sort of dive, story of cosmetics. Technology. Technology, yeah. Yeah. Into like how that sort of subgroup of stuff is playing a role in the whole system. Yeah. Mm. It's really interesting. Really interesting. And the way they do it is quite fun because it's um, her standing there talking and giving you the information, but it's like a white screen and they have all these little cartoons that pop up. It's very fun. And they, it's really, like, they make it really clear mm. what's going on. It's very, very well done. Yeah, so the first one was created in 2007. So yeah. it's been going for a while. Yeah. I... That's like over 10 years. I know. So the first one, we watched the first one, both watched the first one. Yes. That one is so like informative on what is con- like currently being put in front of people, probably more so than ever, ever before. And it, and it just like, it's mind boggling that 13 years ago, they were trying to get this information out there and it's yeah. taken 13 years yeah. for it to filter down into the, like other people seeing it yeah i mean to be fair i saw it in one of my undergraduate classes in 2011 oh nice yeah so that's how i knew about it yeah but it's taken me Nine years to work to like get to the point where I'm actually like doing something about it, yeah. which is not ideal. If everybody takes nine years to like find to get passionate about this this sort of thing, we're a little bit screwed. Yeah, it's <laughs> slow progress. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, and the oh, when you start thinking about it, it gets quite scary because you're like, we're the minority. Mm. Like, people aren't thinking about this type of things, how we can change our behaviours and actions to influence, uh, like, the big corporations or whatever to make them change their ideas Mm. of how things need to be consumed. Yes. Which is very scary. It's best not to think about it sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be crawling into our beds and hiding. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. But in the story of stuff, they talk about... Um, they explain how uh, the it's a linear system and it goes through these five different um, sections. So it starts with extraction and then through to production, to distribution, consumption, and then disposal. So it's those five key um, areas, I guess, or actions. Mm. And it's, that's it. Once it gets to disposal, that's the end. It's very linear. There's no... Um, that's... That's it. We're yeah. just creating more and more waste. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like a... It's just... It's, just not, it's a very flawed system. She yes. talks about how it is uh, all dealing with finite sort of resources and numbers and everything. So, it, so it's, it's not exactly the most uh, ideal system. No. Mm. No. She says how it's a system in crisis... And that it can't be done indefinitely. Mm. Because we're living on a... One planet. 
We've got yeah. one planet. We need to look after it and we can't keep acting and living in this way because there's an end point. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Where we can't produce the stuff we're producing. No. No. Yeah. It's um, a lot. It the interesting take my takeaway from that original video is the consumerism side yeah. of it and how there is the governments and the corporations which are basically the governments are just like it's all about the economy right yeah um and how consumerism sort of grew to be this thing where it's basically we need people to be shopping to be able to keep our economy alive. And they do things, they being they, <laughs> they do things uh, to keep us consuming and buying and doing um, and uh, continuing to make the need for stuff to... Con- the linear cycle, to, the linear cycle is linear process to continue yeah and um the two is the planned obsolescence and the perceived obsolescence yes take those ones home and say that to your mama because they're great fun words <laughs> i love it because you seem you seem like you know what you're talking about when you say oh yeah that's fully planned obsolescence yeah um slip that into your combo <laughs> so planned obsolescence is when things are designed to be useless as quickly as possible okay. so you need to buy a new one and so, like, if you look at back when they first started thinking this is the way they go, they were just, like, it was openly discussed how fast can stuff break while, so people are still happy with the product, so want to buy another one. Yeah. But they, they continue to make them because yeah. they... They don't want you to just buy it once. Mm. They want you to keep coming back, otherwise they're out of a business. Yeah, so how fast can you, can a thing break so that people won't lose faith in the product, so we'll buy another one, but we'll, we'll need to buy another one. Yeah. So they're purposely making things so that they break, which is super annoying. It is very, very annoying. So that one's planned obsolescence, and the perceived obsolescence is that your value is derived from um, how well you are contributing to the consumerism arrow of the system. So um, keeping the economy going. Yeah. And it's like how fashionable basically you are. Yeah. So I reckon the best example of both of those things is phones. Yeah. Mobile phones. Mm-hmm. Cell phones. Do you know in... When I lived in the UK, they called it your mobile all the time. Mobile. You got your mobile. And I'm like, yeah, my cell phone. I didn't know that that people call them, like, I didn't know it was such, like, they didn't know what I was talking about when I said my cell phone. Yeah. That's that's quite funny. (laughs) Cellular phone. Mobile phone. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. So, uh, the... So, yeah, so I reckon phones are like the perfect example because in uh, the planned obsolescence is that your phone eventually won't take the charger. No. If you have an old phone 
and then this, the there's like so say you've got an iPhone what what okay here we go what iPhone do you have oh an SE is that got the big charger or the little charger it's got the lightning charger that means nothing to me I have a Samsung uh it's got the I think it's the small one the small one yeah oh well you're all right then because that's the small one still going at the moment but do you remember those big ones yeah yeah and like anybody who has a phone with that could have the big one can't charge their phone because nobody has that one anymore. No, no. And the other thing with the phones and like the planned obsolescence is that once, because both John and I's phones are getting to the stage now that they're not working that well mm. with the updates because they they can't keep up with the updates. Mm. So our phones are on the way out, but we don't want to buy a new phone. The phone is fine except for it can't keep up with the updates. Yeah. So we're just deleting apps. We've got hardly any apps on our phones. We're just making them go for as long as we can. Yeah. We don't want a new phone. No. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's how they do the planned obsolescence. They mm. make it they make it so the updates don't even update on the old style of phones. So you yeah. have to get a new phone. So infuriating. And pay them more money. Yes, and every time a new phone comes out, it's more money. Yeah, and then the then the perceived obsolescence of phones is if you don't have the most up to date, cool iPhone six thousand. Yeah. Um. Great model. <laughs> yeah. Um. I feel like such an old person saying the <laughs> iPhone six thousand. <laughs> um. Then you're not. You're not your value is lesser than a person who does have it. Yeah. So you're not cool. So your value comes from people think how the way people perceive you, and they perceive you not to be not to be cool because you don't have the cool phone. And then you need to go out and buy the new phone, and then you've got to go get the next phone the next year because otherwise, how are we going to stay cool? You've got to keep up. It's all about being cool. Oh, <laughs> just stop caring about being cool. So I found that the most, the biggest takeaway from that thing about the consumerism side of things and how yeah. these big companies are just trying to make waste. Yeah. <laughs> it's frustrating. Oh, it's so frustrating. And in the um, technology one, all about technology, they talk about how um, the companies that are producing these items, they don't... They don't have any responsibility for disposing of them or anything. And the only way that we're going to change the way that they design and create um, these electronic um, products is if there's a take back, product take back um, clause or law or whatever. Mm. And they're putting a lot of these in place in Europe and Asia at the moment. That's so interesting. Yeah. And so if at the end of the life of the product that we've got it goes back to them and they're responsible for disposing of it um recycling it or whatever that will change their mindset and then they'll be more interested in creating a product that lasts longer has less toxins and can actually be recycled oh my gosh that's such a great idea i know why don't we oh man we gotta make the government make that rule so that 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 phone companies have to take back your phone when it, yeah. when it doesn't take the updates anymore. And then it's in their best interest. Everything's about making money. It's bullshit. We need to be, we, <laughs> it's bullshit! It is. It actually is. We need to be changing our perception. We don't need more stuff. We don't, we don't need to be replacing it. We need less yes. stuff. And the stuff that we do have, we need to look after and repair. Because it's more... It's more cost effective to go and buy a new um, a new phone or a new TV than it is to 
go and get it repaired. Yes. And lots of repair, repair places won't even look at things. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, just go buy a new one. Yeah. It's a wrong mentality. <laughs> it's the wrong mentality. So yeah, my phone is almost four years old. Mm. And I smashed the screen within three months. And not like super smash, just a little bit of a clicky crack on the bottom yeah. near the button. And <laughs> shows how old my phone is because it doesn't ha- it has a button. Um, the, I haven't got it... From, repaired but I really should just get it repaired but then I know that they're just going to tell me that it's going to cost me more to repair it and then just replace it because it's such an old model yeah yeah same (sighs) (laughs) it's upsetting it's very upsetting I I have a friend who is going back to button phones when she's at work oh yeah so So she's not on the on the internet yeah, so she can't do. She can't be on her apps at work. So she's only got the button phone, and so she'll call or text people if she needs them. Yeah, which I live my life through Messenger. Same. So I'm like, yeah, I don't even know the numbers of people. I don't even know if they have numbers anymore. I can't. Yeah, I couldn't tell you anyone's number except my own. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Interesting. So, way. so that's one way to fix it. Yeah. Get the government to change the laws so that the phones. So has any any government got a law like this? I think there's few a few throughout Europe and Asia that right. are in place at the moment. Right. Um, so or you... in the process of I don't know when the video what year the video right. came out that yeah. I watched. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't look them up. I should have. Right. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's Can't okay. give you the full information. Interesting. Yeah, because there's 25 million tons of e-waste a year. That's a lot of waste. Mm-hmm. And I also don't know if that's just in the US because there's a US US based conversations. Yeah. Yes. But when I uh, so I did on their website they have a quiz for finding out what sort of change maker you are. This fly is so annoying. I know. <laughs> it keeps landing. It's on. fine. <laughs> Um, to find out what sort of change maker you are, and did you do yours? I did. What did you get? I got, I'm a builder. Oh, nice. What does that mean? Uh, that means that I create solutions, which doesn't seem like, I have zero solutions in my brain right now, but they're the people That's who cool. go out and make it, make, do, do stuff. Make things happen. Yes. That's so cool. get a community garden going. Yeah. That sort of thing. It's really cool. Mm. It says engineers and creatives and things like that. I am not an engineer, nor am I a creative, so it makes it a little bit difficult to be a builder, but that's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you can still come up with ideas. Yeah. <laughs> what about yourself? I got Resistor. Ooh! What? I didn't that know. That one's the good one. I don't know if I related to it, but also a little bit. <laughs> but not fully. So I th- I think the gist of the resistor is that you're kind of like saying no to things and like helping like pickets and whatever stuff like that. Yeah, you're on the front line. On the front line, you're doing like, stuff. You're like tying yourself to a tree, Rachel. Yeah, I know, which I don't think is me. <laughs> but then on the other hand, if I don't agree with something, 
I try to make a way to get around it as much as possible. Right. Like, I'm not going and buying a new phone. I'm going to make it last another four years if I can. Yeah. I'm going to try everything I can. Yeah. mm, Hmm. So, I don't know. It's an interesting little quiz. Yeah. They had, I mean, it's it's obviously not completely a precise uh, quiz. Because the first one's like, oh, yeah. Anyway. um, Communicator. So they're telling stories, sharing info. Networkers are bringing all the types of people together. Nurturers are making it possible to make the change. I don't know. Did you read that one? No. I don't know. They're baking people cookies so that they've got enough energy to to keep it going. And investigators are asking the hard questions and finding the sometimes dark truths out. Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah. Goodies. I think I like the communicator one. Same. And I kind of feel like hopefully our podcast and some of the episodes we have on here is our way of helping get some messages out there. Yeah. Even in some, even if it's in just a small way. Even if after listening to this episode, the only thing you can remember is that consumerism is based around planned obsolescence and perceived obsolescence. You know, I feel like I've won. That's one, <laughs> one piece of information. Yeah. Very interesting. I didn't come up with a solution for it. You did. That's great. Good work. Good job. Um, a few facts that really stood out. Yes. Oh, man. I've actually just got a whole page of facts. Oh, right. Hit me with them. Whew. Okay. So, 99% of the stuff created through this linear system is trash within six months. Yes, I know. And that was the information... 13 years ago. That is outrageous. I know. What is? I wonder what it is now. Yeah. Yeah, that's 13 years ago. That's but true. still, six months. That's nothing. That's no time at all. It's so funny because we, we um, walked through a store yesterday. Posty Plus. We walked, we walked through <laughs> I'm there. naming names. I'm naming names. <laughs> Naming names. We're walking through the store to get to another one, and um, I just looked around. I'm like, none of this is quality made. I bet no one was receiving a um, living wage making these products, and there's just so much stuff in the store. No one needs it. No. No one needs a single thing in the store, and yet there's hundreds of thousands of stores just like this. Yeah. Millions of stores just yeah. like this. It's Why? Beautiful. Why do we keep supporting them? I don't know. Because oh. we, because because we've got to we've got to get our value. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm supporting it, them. It was quite interesting. I had that feeling yesterday, and then I watched all this this morning, and mm. I'm like, oh, it's yuck, <laughs> yuck. It's so yuck. Yeah. The um. You are completely right. Hey, 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 our question. Yeah. <laughs> that just came into my brain. Um, like, last year you said that you and Jono were trying not to buy anything that was made in China? Yes. For the year? Yes. How did that go? Uh, there were a few things that we just couldn't avoid. So you can pretty much count on one hand... The amount of times that you bought stuff from China? Maybe like one hand each. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's pretty good going. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. 
there was a couple I had a couple of slip ups where I forgot to check uh, and that really like oh, I was so disappointed in myself but also I'm like oh it's too late I can't do anything I'm just gonna use this like for as long as possible and get use out of it mm. but electronics mm. and um, was the hardest thing yes electronics couldn't find a single thing Really, that wasn't made of China? Of the product that we needed. Yeah. Yeah, which was, that was our undoing. Ah, interesting. Mm. Interesting. And I think we've changed our um, shift, our, changed our goal when buying things now to making sure that they're ethically and Mm. sustainably sourced and made and all of that. Rather than just okay, we can't buy from this one yeah. country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was tricky. Yeah, that would be hard. Mm. But I had a, like a half-formed thought this morning. It's probably very flawed logic, but um, I was looking at Pete's. Um, bottle of shampoo or something in the shower and it was made in Germany or something. Oh, wow. And I was like, I have to pay because Pete and I are going to Europe this year. I have to pay a lot of money to get to Europe and back and this little bottle of shampoo (laughs) has managed to make it across the world and end up in my shower just to be thrown away. Yeah. Like... This doesn't seem very fair. No. <laughs> no. I wish I could make myself into a bullshit. And <laughs> make it cheaper for you to get Yeah. It. I know. And they kind of talk about, um, oh, I can't remember what they called them. They're like the costs that aren't actually added into the product that other people yes. end up paying for. I yes. wonder if like travel and like carbon emissions and stuff like that. That must be one of them. Yes, so that was the. I think that's where it came from because she was talking about how in her, like, she went out to buy a radio, and she bought a radio for like five dollars, and the she thought about it, the metal and stuff coming from South Africa, the plastic and stuff being coming from China, the the, the whole radio is probably getting made in um, Mexico, and then. It's getting shipped to wherever she is in America, and that the four, five dollars she's paying for that radio is not reflected in the amount of work that people are putting into it, or into the travel, or into the cost of having the um, sales clerks standing there and selling it to yeah, her. Yeah, no way, no way. I do get that they're they're just like it's quantity over quality so they have like a lot of them and if they sell a lot of them then that's going to obviously that's what covers the yeah. costs there's lots of things that um that pay for it in the process how they're saying like the people working in those conditions would often be like full of toxins and whatnot mm. and then they've got all these health issues and then the company won't provide them with health care mm. insurance or anything like that mm-hmm. so it's the people within the system and making these products that pay yes mm. yeah um it makes you not want to buy anything either yeah and i guess we've both um 
we've both done that track anyway where anything that we do buy is well thought out and like an informed decision yeah so mm-hmm. I just transferred my shopping addiction to buying like well thought out ethical products rather yeah. than um entire cheap pooch yeah cheap and purchases yeah which is not really helpful for my bank account that is helping <laughs> in other ways yeah mm. Mm. it's interesting stuff just don't need it or want it and you always end up with so much stuff I know I hate stuff oh do you know what I feel like I could become a minimalist I'm just way too sentimental because another friend gosh my friends are really making it on this podcast at the moment um sent me a snapchat and it was like she was packing up her house to move and her house was very small like very small one bedroom sort of like a studio style bungalow with like a kitchen that was like a meter by a meter sort of situation yeah and she was her and her husband were moving out and she sent me a photo of the boxes of stuff that they had and it was just filling up their entire like small little lounge room and it was just like boxes boxes of stuff and i'm like that makes me not want to move ever because i do not want to have it like i have a, a slightly bigger house there's two bedrooms and it's I, the amount of stuff I have would just like fully oh man I know it would get out of control so fast and it makes me exhausted just thinking about it I know like I remember when John and I moved into this place we didn't have hardly any any things mm. we didn't have hardly any things oh, was that a sentence? I think so anyhow we didn't have much stuff and it was fantastic I really really liked it Sure, there were some things that we needed, like knives and forks and yeah, yeah, the yeah. essentials, but the house was so clean and <laughs> yeah. free of all this clutter. And then after living here for like, oh my gosh, two and a half, two and a half years, yeah. the house is full of crap. Yeah. And it's just stuff that we've been, a lot of it, we've been given. Or uh, it's just when we've like tidied up other things, and I'll be like, oh, okay, this is actually ours. We need to we need to be responsible for this. Mm-hmm. Oh, now our house is full of crap. It drives me mental. Ugh. And my other problem is we've got all this stuff, but I don't want to throw it out because that's wasteful, and I don't want it to go to landfill. So, so it needs to be well thought out. I've my got a situation where my garage has just got, like, accumulating the things I don't want mm-hmm. in my house. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do because I don't want it to throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't want to throw it away because I went to, because to, we went on that dump trip and it was horrific. It, it was, was absolutely horrific. We've talked about it before, I'm sure. Yeah. It was, and it's like. I actually get tears in my eyes and my heart hurts when I go to the dub, so I can't. I just can't, so I'm just going to have to be a hoarder. Uh, you... It's just decided I'm a hoarder. I think. A minimalist hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> Who hides all her stuff in her garage. In the garage, yeah. No cars can go in the garage, but that's where all your stuff goes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we got, a, we got a new fridge because as a wedding present, and... Um, we, and our old fridge was a second-hand fridge that I got for $50 from a friend of a friend, and it was, uh, like, sucking up so much power. 
like so much power so we have now got that fridge in the garage just sitting there dormant while our new fridge sits in the thing and uses very little power <laughs> does your old fridge still work yes could you put it on the garage sale and be like free you just have to pick it up maybe and then someone could get some more use out of it yeah but then i feel bad because it takes it's a lot of power just put it on there just put a disclaimer uh, it uses quite a bit of power <laughs> but it's free if anyone wants it yeah yeah that's probably a good idea mm. oh it's so tricky it's all those electrical things eh mm. yeah <sighs> Anyway, <laughs> do you have anything else you want to share about? Um, I just was, I couldn't find the outcome, and I feel like it's not quite out, but they were doing, they talked about this, these plastic audits where they've been doing beach cleanups and other cleanups around the world, and they've got all the data, and they've audited the cleanups and found the creators of every single piece of oh. plastic. On that was collected during that thing, that thing, that cleanup, and they've got it was from over a hundred cleanups all over the world, and a hundred and fifty thousand pieces of plastic were um, recorded, and they're collating it, and they're going to release the names of the companies that are creating the most waste, so that we can go to those companies and be like, excuse me, can you please do better because you're filling up our beaches. Yeah. Because obviously the people throwing them, the rubbish away in a way that is not sustainable, uh, is not, not, not sustainable, no way of throwing rubbish away is sustainable. Not responsible. Not responsible are a little bit of the problem. Yeah. However, the companies who are creating these single-use plastic items that are getting thrown away need to be finding solutions to how mm. they're the ones with the money and the time and the um, power resources yeah exactly to fix their side their part of the problem yeah it's oh that's so great so can't wait till the results come well out. I think it's coming out mid October this year because I cannot find the okay the results anywhere else okay. So I looked for them. So I think, because I was like, oh, was that mid-October last year or this year? But I think it's this year. Okay. So it'd be interesting. But I think from the video, Coca-Cola and Nestle are two of the biggest culprits. Yes. Yes. I definitely think they are. Because Coca-Cola isn't just Coke. It's like... So much more than that. Makes so much stuff. And Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, they make so many things that are wrapped in plastic or... Um, or sold in plastic and yeah so in plastic oh my gosh in plastic can only be recycled once yes it, does, it can't be recycled indefinitely it's there's a i think there's a not enough information about there about recycling and how it works and people mm. think okay it can be recycled it's fine yeah but that's not actually how it works yeah um Going back to that uh, product take back thing, mm. imagine if all of the waste from like Coca Cola's products got sent back to them, and they yes. had to be responsible for dealing with yes. the. And it's a circular system, mm. and then they're going to want to use glass because glass can be recycled mm. like forever, basically. 
and then they'll be using glass and then they'll look at washing it and using it and reusing it for bottles. Like in um, Mexico, I think it's Mexico, John was saying, that you get a bottle of Coke and it's in a glass bottle and it's so worn out because it's been recycled so many times. Ah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, the the other solution that they had on there was that they had like bottle collection things for plastic bottles. So the plastic bottles are getting reused even if they're not glass ones, they're not getting recycled, they're getting reused and you put oh. them back through. So you know how we were talking about it the other day, we you get paid like 10 cents yeah. per bottle that you return to the reuse refuse centre. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very similar situation. You can go put, 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 go through and put your bottles into these machines and they make sure they're the right type of bottle, whatever. And, yeah, you get 10 cents for each bottle or whatever it is and it's more likely to make people recycle slash put their bottles, take their bottles and not just throw them in the bin. Yeah. Because the problem is that you know you can recycle a bottle but you're usually using it when you're out on the... On the go, you're not like sitting around at home near your recycling bin when you've got your bottle. So you kind of want somewhere easy, accessible to put your bottle that isn't the rubbish bin. Yep, definitely. Germany is so good like that. Mm -hmm. Like every single supermarket or liquor store or whatever will have like that setup of where you can take your cans and bottles and put them in the machines and just put them in. That's super handy. That's really cool. There's a pain in the bum sorting out your recycling. Yeah. At the recycling place. There's a long way to go. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't have very much time. No. No. Oh. Anyway. Any other fan facts? Or are Um, you factored out? There's one other fact that stood out to me and I I think it's just referring to the US but it says um, they said that national happiness peaked in the 1950s and this is the same time that the consumption mania exploded Mm. so consumerism makes us unhappy yes (laughs) makes us unhappy that is the conclusion we can draw draw from that situation and people just get stuck in the cycle of work you get home, you're so tired, you watch TV, you see all these ads, you need all this stuff to make you feel better, so you go and spend, oh, and then you need more money, so you mm-hmm. go back to work, and you're stuck in the cycle, and they're saying that people have more stuff, but less time to do the things, or spend time with the people that actually make them happy. So true. Yeah. Mm. So that stood out to me. That's really good. It's... They've got lots of information and lots of handy resources on their website. Yeah. Yeah, really cool. Mm. On the TV front, because I don't have... Because we have TV, but we just use streaming apps and stuff like that, so we barely ever see any ads. Mm. Um, But we obviously do see ads all of the time on our social media. Yeah. And stuff like that, so it's kind of like moved on a little bit further than that. But on the binge-watching TV side of things, and this is... Absolutely nothing to do with the story of stuff. But have you watched the new Sex Education? No, I haven't. Oh. Is it so good? Oh, it's just so good. Oh, I it's really so good. Want to. Donna hasn't watched the first one. <gasps> wow. 
What is he doing with his life? Well, I watched it. I I used to watch it Thursdays when they were at football. Uh, so I watched it without him. I think I need to. We need to watch it, the first one, and then I'll we watch the second one together. Oh, hands down, like one of the oh. best TV shows I've ever watched, and it's just Exciting. it's just as good as the first season. Okay, that makes me so like excited. Like the first three episodes, Pete and I are in hysterics. We're like like feeling for the characters like oh and the principal and his son adam Mm. they're just so such good actors like they're so alike pete and i had to google whether they were actually related because they look so similar but then also their mannerisms and the way they stand and do things is just so similar and you're like they've got to be related but no they're, they're just really good actors oh my god that's amazing yeah oh okay it's okay. so good I'm gonna get Jono on to season one and then we can get on to season two actually yeah. I wouldn't mind rewatching it either because so it's fantastic yeah. yes it is. and it's only what like how many episodes like eight not many yeah. yeah it is great oh perfect so good Perfect. Anyway, that was a real side <laughs> note, but I'm just, I'm, like, we watched the first two or three episodes last night, and I yeah. was like, oh, I just remembered how good it was. It's uh, <laughs> so brilliant. Oh, yeah. Okay, should we wrap up for the day? Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> this, how do we do that? The story of stuff. Check it out. It's definitely worth a watch. And the videos, like, the main one, the first one that came out in 2007, is only, like, 20 minutes long 22 minutes long yeah. or so and then they've got all these other ones which are around roughly around that 10 minute mark so mm-hmm. it's a quick watch very informative they've got so much good information on their website and they've got like opportunities for how you can be involved that's what I was going to say before if I so when I did the the quiz for the change maker that I was I could say what country I was in and then they said we can you had to do this too to get your results yeah and then it said, tell us your country and your email address and we can let you know what's happening in your part of the world. Yeah, that to, you can be involved in. Yes, help make the change. Cool. So that is quite interesting. So if you're like in Australia or, or in the UK or in, I don't know, Where wherever you are in the world, um, there's still obviously things you can do. This one's, that they're, they're, they're not totally just single-mindedly US. It's just a lot of their information is US-based. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's great. Very good. So if you want to um, let us know what you think of sex education, (laughs) G-strings, scones or scones, hit us up. Or, you know, like, story of stuff and how we can be better people. Um, Instagram, at basicallybeingbetter. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yes. That's correct. Uh, Gmail, basically being better at gmail.com. And pod, no. Twitter. That's the one. <laughs> being better pod. At being better pod on Twitter. You can tweet at us. Yeah. Fun times. Twitter. 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 All right. We will be back another day to talk gibberish. All right. Bye. it out healthy eating sentence speaking working it out period power girls and power working it out climbing conscience cut the nonsense working it out basically being better basically being
Comfortable talking yeah. about the menstrual cycle than Jay's strength, so this is going to be interesting. Okay. <laughs>